Good episode, gente. It's your boy Belon, and you're tuned in to another episode of Chocast, also known as the Chicano Podcast. And this is being brought to you by Steve Garcia and Chicano. So, what's up, everybody? I'm gonna go ahead and look into um, an article today that um, has been. The biggest news um, over the last uh, couple of days, um, May the 25th, uh, George Floyd is basically what everybody's talking about, Um, you know, the Minneapolis, uh, you know, we had an event where uh, the police were called out and they basically just... um, killed a black man and that shouldn't happen not the way that they did it um the most most ruthless part is is it's circulating all over social media it was recorded it was filmed um every pretty much every second until the guy died uh was basically on film the whole thing was on film um, that's the most disturbing part about it is the entire situation uh, from while the guy was alive, gasping um, for life, crying for or, you know, however you want to say it. He was basically begging um, for water. Um, you know, he was restrained. Um, you know, letting the police officers know that he could not breathe, you know, I mean, these, this was his, this was an outcry, you know, Uh, this was a way of him alerting them, you know, hey man, I'm done. Uh, So that's, that's, that's number one, that's the most disgusting part about the video. Um, The second most, um, problematic part in this uh, particular scenario, this scene, uh, this um, assault, uh, this uh, violation of uh, freedom um, is, you know, this basically lets us know as uh, Chicanos, this lets us know as black Americans, uh, this lets us know as minorities, this lets us know as Americans um, in this country that are not white. How you can expect to be treated in this country. So, um, you know, I know I got a lot of different listeners out there. Um, not all of them are Chicano, but, you know, I mean, this podcast is, uh, you know, Chicano values. I mean, it's basically the things that, you know, we hold in common. And we have a lot of things in common, uh, you know, with black folks. We have a lot of things in common. Uh, you know, with uh, the underserved, we have a lot of things in common with the underrepresented. We have a lot of things in common with the minorities of this country. Um, and as indigenous or Native American people, we have always uh, been second class citizens. Um, you know, and I mean, I'm not the one making it a race issue. I've 
I, I doubt that, you know, when the Mayflower landed, uh, that the Native Americans, uh, you know, made it a race issue. You know, that has never, ever, 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 ever been one of the narratives that I've seen, I've heard, or I've studied. Um, and I'm sure that if it was a narrative, that would have uh, been expressed at some point. Because, you know, people like to point out the flaws, and people like to lie, and people like to, you know, say things uh, to make themselves uh, feel better. And that's something that I've never, um, I, you know, I, racism has never been a thing anywhere in the world except for wherever there has been um, white supremacy. So I first also want to lay down that um, that 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 uh, dialogue um, as a uh, as a preface, because you know they can treat us that way too. That's the scary part, man. They can they can treat us like that too. So it's not like, you know, hey, don't worry about it because, you know, you're not black. You should worry about it because in their eyes, you are black. We are black. We're just as bad as being black if we're not white. And um, this show has never been about racism. This show has never been, um, you know, about hate. This this show has never been about um, anything negative, but I'm going to tell you what this show is about. This show is about protecting yourself from racism. Um, I said the other day, um, if I, if I post an article or if I, um, if, if, if I talk about the KKK in an article, it's not because I support the KKK. It's not because I like the KKK. You know, it's because we need to be talking. We need to be aware. We need to have these discussions about the KKK. We need to protect ourselves. We need to protect our children. We need to protect our people. And we need to make sure that we understand the ramifications of not getting politically involved in our government or not having representatives in our government or our political infrastructure that make the decisions that will protect us. We don't have anybody in there voicing our needs. Those people that have been there since uh, the 1700s, they don't write laws to protect us. They never have. Those laws were written for someone else. Amendments changed. Laws changed. The country has to change. These cops have to change. Their training has to change. All of this has to change. And that's, I think, the way... That we should be looking at this. Yes, people are going to get pissed off. Yes, people are going to throw rocks. Yes, people are going to um, paint on cars or um, vandalize vehicles. The Minneapolis uh, Police Department, I think, was um, 
vandalized or whatever. Um, that's what happen when that's what happens when people get pissed off when 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 people kill other people, you know, and especially do it in a way like you know, like he's just worthless. Like you know, there was no need to be on that guy's uh, uh, throat like that for ten minutes. You know, wedged inside of his throat. And there were three cops behind that cop car. We saw one, but there were two other ones. Like, if you ever saw the back end of that, uh, that, 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 uh, that person that was doing the filming from the front. If you ever saw the back, there was two cops back there the whole time. It's despicable. I have an article that I want to go ahead and read from the uh, Washington Post. Uh, just to kind of give a little bit more insight about what um, happened in the particulars of uh, this particular uh, incident. But um, it is a video um, on here from May the 25th. The arrest shows a Minneapolis uh, police officer using his knee to pin down George Floyd by his neck. Uh, the picture, I think, was taken by Darnella Frazier. Um And I'm going to go ahead and uh, read this story that's by Allison Chu and Brittany Ch uh, Shamas. Um, it was um, put out May the 27th, um, around 9.43 in the morning central time. George Floyd's family says Minneapolis uh, officers, Minneapolis officers should face murder charges amid national outcry. Again, it's by the Washington Post. Um, less than 24 hours after a now viral video surfaced showing a Minneapolis police officer kneeling on the neck of a handcuffed black man who said he couldn't breathe and later died, the department took swift action Tuesday and fired four of the officers involved. But for many, including his family and prominent politicians in both parties, this wasn't enough. Calls for thorough investigations and possibly criminal charges rang out Tuesday and into Wednesday as the country reeled from the death of George Floyd. Yet another instance of a deadly encounter between police and an unarmed person of color. I would like for those officers to be charged with murder, his sister Bridget Floyd said during a Wednesday appearance on the Today Show because that's exactly what they did. They murdered my brother. He was crying for help. Her words echoed those of a cousin, Tara Brown, who on Tuesday told CNN's Don Lemon that what they did was murder, quote, unquote. What they did was murder. And almost the whole world has been witnessed, has witnessed that, she added because somebody was gracious enough to record it. On CNN tonight, um, there was a tweet. It said he didn't deserve what happened to him, says Tara Brown, cousin of George Floyd, who said he couldn't breathe as a police officer used a knee to hold him down by the neck. Brown said the four Minneapolis police officers involved in the Floyd's death should be charged with murder. The article goes on to say because um, that was an insert of uh, CNN Tonight, a tweet uh, on uh, with the uh, lemon. 
But the article goes on to say, in some of the strongest criticism from a politician, Senator Tim Scott, Republican of South Carolina, tweeted, firing the officers that killed George Floyd was the right first move. The second, arrest them. Former Vice President Joe Biden, the presumptive Democratic presidential nominee, tweeted that Floyd deserved better and his family deserves justice. His life mattered, Biden wrote, adding, the officers who were fired must be held responsible for their egregious actions. The outrage began bubbling early Tuesday after a video of Floyd's arrest on Monday night was captured by a bystander and shared on social media. The roughly 10-minute clip showed Floyd in visible distress as a white Minneapolis police department officer panned him to the ground with a knee on his neck. I cannot breathe. Floyd could be heard repeatedly saying in between making loud rasping sounds, Floyd died later that night. By Tuesday afternoon, the four officers involved in the incident had been fired. The two separate agencies, including the FBI, had been called in to investigate, but those actions did little to quell the anger brewing in Minnesota and nationwide. Four Minneapolis officers are fired after video showing one kneeling on the neck of a black man who later died. Protesters who flooded the streets of Minneapolis on Tuesday evening were joined in spirit by countless politicians, activists, celebrities, and athletes on social media demanding the officers be held accountable and decrying police brutality. Hashtags dedicated to Floyd continued to dominate Twitter well into Wednesday morning as many voiced their frustrations and rallied for change. George Floyd should be alive today, tweeted Senator Cory Booker, Democrat of New Jersey. We should, we must, if we are to survive as a nation, change this familiar and gruesome reality. Booker's words were echoed by Senator Kamala D. Harris, the Democrat of California, and Representatives Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Democrat of New York, and Gerald Nadler, a Democrat of New York, among many others. Meanwhile, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, representative of California, retweeted Scott's call for the officers to be arrested. Uh, there's tweets in here from Cory Booker. Uh, there's tweets in here from Kamala Harris. There's tweets in here from AOC. Uh, there's tweets in here from Rep. Uh, Nadler. Um, I mean, there's, there's just tons of... Uh, tweets uh, from pretty much uh, a bunch of people. The article goes on to say Minnesota's Democratic leaders, including Senators Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith and Representatives Eel Hand Omar and Betty McCollum took their outcry a step further sending a joint letter to Tuesday U.S. Attorneys Erica McDonald and Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman that requested a thorough investigation at all levels. While we understand that the facts are still coming to light and that state local authorities are reviewing the case. We believe that the seriousness of this incident requires additional independent oversight by law enforcement at all levels. That letter said, we urge you to conduct a thorough investigation at the federal, state, and local level into what occurred and hold all those involved in this incident accountable. Scores of other public figures ranging from Madonna to LeBron James also used 
their platforms to call attention to the fatal incident with many sharing photos of Floyd or video of the incident paired with emotional messages. You deserve your breath, your dignity, your life, not to die in the street murdered by a white cop's knee on your neck, tweeted filmmaker Ava DuVernay. You deserve our tears, our prayers, our rage, our action. In a follow-up tweet, DuVernay shared a post from Minneapolis uh, Mayor Jacob Frey, Democrat, saying firing the officers was the right call, arrested and convicted of murder is the right call, DuVernay wrote. Former NFL linebacker Emmanuel Aiko, who is now an ESPN analyst, voices discontent in a video posted on Twitter. I feel sick. Echo said, we're tired. We have no more tears to cry. We have no more characters to tweet. This goes on with multiple other uh, tweets uh, that Emmanuel Echo, Chelsea Handler, Steve Kerr uh, tweeting. A number of people, including James, saw the Minneapolis officer's kneeling position and reminded a former NFL quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, publicly taking a knee during the national anthem starting in 2016 to protest police brutality and other social issues Kaepernick who parted ways with the San Francisco 49ers in March 2017 and has not played the game since uh, alleges he was blacklisted by the league because of his decision to protest you understand now James wrote in an Instagram post that featured side by side images of the officer and candidate uh, and Kaepernick LeBron uh, tweeted, uh, Dante Stallworth tweeted, Kaepernick was also referenced by Bernie's King, daughter of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, she tweeted, as the fear continued on social media, as the fear uh, continued on social media, as the fur. I guess that's fear. It's spelled F-U-R-O-R. Um, as the fear continued on social media Tuesday evening, tensions boiled over on the streets of Minneapolis as protesters clashed with officers outside the police department's third precinct. Minneapolis police fired tear gas at protesters over George Floyd's death. Minneapolis police fired tear gas at the protesters during the May 26 demonstrations for the death of George Floyd's Reuters. Protesters shattered the building glass door and tagged its exterior with spray painted graffiti. According to videos and photos shared to social media, squad cars were similarly vandalized. Raw videos um, out of uh, CBS Minnesota WCCO uh, show protesters um, smashing cars and stuff. Police in riot gear, and that's another tweet. Uh, police in riot gear faced off with protesters throwing rocks and water bottles. The Star Tribune reported in response officers fired tear gas, flashbang devices, and non lethal bullets at the large crowd, according to the newspaper. Even Frost tweeted, at least one journalist covering the protest tweeted, we had been struck in the thigh by one of the bullets, posting photos of the round and the sizable welt that had formed on his left leg. Andy Mannix um, tweeted a picture of a rubber bullet that hit him. Dramatic photos and videos of Tuesday's 
protest circulated widely online, prompting many to draw a contrast between the chaos of Minneapolis and the heavily armed conservative protesters who stalked state capitals in recent weeks to demonstrate against anti-lockdown measures enacted amid the novel coronavirus pandemic. This is despicable, tweeted Walter M. Schaub Jr., the former director of the U.S. Office of Government Ethics, alongside a photo of some protesters in Minneapolis sitting on the ground amid clouds of thick white smoke as officers in gas masks and tactical vests look on. Walter Schaub tweeted, Michael Skonick tweeted, The tactics used against the protesters Tuesday were also condemned by Omar, whose district includes Minneapolis, shooting rubber bullets and tear gas at unarmed protesters when there are children present should never be tolerated, ever, the Democratic representative tweeted. What is happening tonight in our city is shameful. Police need to exercise restraint, and our community needs space to heal. Yeah, Allison Chu, Brittany uh, Shamas, more um, of the uh, authors of this article. There's plenty of tweets um, that can make this go a lot longer than uh, expected. Um, I can actually go back and uh, read some of these because, um, you know, this does echo. Um, a lot of things, you know, we've already been told about this. You know, we've already been, um, I did an episode, um, on this before, you know, wasn't the same person, but, you know, we've been talking about police brutality in this country already for like, you know, three years now, four years now, uh, a lot, you know, in this particular, um, way, uh, you know, where we're, um, talking about Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, having the same person with the same dialogue, with the same narratives, I mean, police brutality has always been an issue in America, but, you know, Colin Kaepernick, you know, thanks, uh, to, uh, him, you know, he's really brought it to the limelight with losing his job, and I think that that's been a big, uh, push for a lot of people to notice it, uh, you know, in the media, you know, there has been no way to deny, uh, people from actually talking about it, because it was before, it was something that you could just, the media could hide it, the media could, um, you know, pretend that it wasn't happening, happening, and now it's being sensationalized by the same people who wanted to hide it in the past, you know, this just tells you, um, how fucked up our system is when it comes to, um, the narratives they want to run with, the narratives that they get paid for, the narratives that they just go ahead and choose or not choose, uh, to, uh, make a big deal, you know, and like I said, I mean, this is something that, you know, we should be, as Chicanos, we should be worried about this. Because if they're going to do it to them, they're going to do it to you and me too. They're going to do it to our kids as well. 
Um, Cory Booker said George Floyd should be alive today. The officers who killed him must be brought to justice. We should, we must, and if we are to survive as a nation, change the familiar and gruesome reality. In the words of Fannie Lou Hamer, we're sick and tired of being sick and tired enough. And um, there's another tweet by Kamala Harris. We are fed up with black lives being taken. Officers must be held accountable for the excessive use of force that took Georgia's life. Uh, we need nationwide reform. AOC Hashtag George Floyd should be alive Instead he was killed As he begged police for his life The impunity of police violence Is a systematic problem we must face To save lives Police brutality is now a leading cause Of death for young black men in the US The status quo Is killing us Jerry Nadler Tweet the rightful firing of these officers for their horrendous actions in Minneapolis must be the beginning, not the end of accountability. This can't be the Eric Garner case all over again. Justice must be served. Emmanuel Aiko. Dear white brothers and sisters, we desperately need y'all's help. Chelsea Handler. His name was hashtag George Floyd. This is murder. This is not okay. And we must demand justice. Black Lives Matter hashtag. Steve Kerr. This is murder. Disgusting. Seriously. What the hell is wrong with us? LeBron James, do you understand now? Or is it still blurred to you? This is the picture that he uh, tweeted with um, a picture of Colin on one side and a picture of the cop's knee and um, the incident on the other side. Dante Stallworth tweets, why NFL players kneel? Reason, one million. And Bernice King, if you're unbothered or mildly bothered by first knee, but outraged by the second, then in my father's words, you're more devoted to order than to justice and more passionate about an anthem that supposedly symbolizes freedom than you are about a black man's freedom to live. And you're more caring concerning a flag than you are concerning a fellow human being. That's inhumane, tragic, and unjust. That's dangerous for black people and deadly for hashtag George Floyd. In this raw video of um, WCCO and CBS Minnesota, the protesters inside Minneapolis police third precinct parking lot smashing squad cars before officers show up and fire flash grenades inside to get them to disperse. Warning, this video contains violence and strong language. Uh, you can go to uh, Washington Post and uh, find all of these videos, all of these clips, uh, even Frost. Uh, wrote in a tweet, lots of squads 
showing up to the third precinct, cop, cops in riot gear and more tear gas, Andy Manning throat, seeing some folks debating what I was hit with is not a marking ground, at least there was no color residue on my clothes, plastic base, squishy, and don't know if it's rubber or another kind of less lethal round. Then they uh, show a picture uh, pointing at his thigh. It's a pretty big welt uh, from the rubber bullet, I guess. Walter Schaub wrote in a tweet, So a bunch of white guys with guns stormed Michigan's capital, and the authorities stand around doing nothing. Then people protest the murder of a helpless black man by the police, and the authorities unleash rubber bullets and tear gas on them. This is despicable. This is America. Michael Skolnick, last tweet versus this week. Yeah, it uh, actually shows uh, Michigan um, inside being peaceful to all these guys with guns. And now they got a bunch of riot gear on the next picture with these guys that are just peacefully protesting without guns. Um, So... Yeah, I think that's, um, I think the biggest thing to take away from this is, uh, you know, why people were pissed off, uh, you know, inside these, um, protests, you know, you look at one set of people do it and it's okay. And then you look at another set of people and it's not okay. And then you kind of look at like the way that it was done and you know what would happen if those type of people that it wasn't okay for them to do they didn't even have guns right but these people that are, that are okay with doing it are doing way worse by holding guns and you're sitting there scratching your head going what the hell really like they can do it not only can they do it but they can do it in a worse way and nobody says anything nobody does anything nobody cares um, I don't know, you know, it's, um, it's, 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 it's supposed to be a constitutional right, and this is why people don't believe in the system, um, I get it, and this is why we need to change the system, this is why we need, uh, more people to get active, and, um, we're gonna have to start challenging not only the media, but we're gonna have to start challenging uh, the way that we express ourselves, um, because right now no one's listening to us and no one cares. No one is doing anything about these murders and people are letting police officers and the authorities handle things discriminately. They're doing one thing to one type of people and not to another type of people. What bothers me is, is this is a black man. I know that it would be the same thing if it was a Chicano or if it was um, any other type of person that was not privileged, you know, and we know who the privileged are. It's just we always got to take a step back in the way that we put things out there because we're automatically called a racist if we just bring it up and we got to remember the narrative is that a black person died you know a colored person died 
a person that doesn't have that privilege died. That's the narrative. You know? Not me saying the person who did it, the people who did it, the power structure that did it, the people that defend the power structure that are complicit are also parts of the problem. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, I did want to touch base on it. I did want to talk about it. Um, It is an issue. It is going to continue to be an issue until things change. And until the next episode, thank you for tuning in to the Chicano Podcast. And until the next episode, I have to watch them.